Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dual Screens podcast. I am one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana, and with me, as always, he's over there. He's Andy Asimakis. How are you, Andy? Remember the days we used to name episodes, Stephen, and we gave them a proper title back in the day in the Nintendo Dual Screens era? Yes. Yes. We would have named this episode My Bloody Valentine because... Oh. Woo! Yeah. It's, it's going to get gory here on it is. the it Valentine's is. Day. If, the best gift ever yes upon us. yes and and this is a this is another return for us andy mm, mm-hmm. this is good this is good stuff here i'm very excited to see what's going on here we have with us returning mike ducarm uh <laughs> let me tell you something if you don't know what this you know what i'm just gonna do this i'm just gonna do the thing he is the get shit done guy over at berserk studio developers of infernax an old school adventure platformer uh game with puzzle elements and a Fuck ton of pixelated gore, and that is not even exaggerated a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mike, welcome back to the show. How are you, man? Hello, I'm doing fantastic. How about you guys? Pretty good. good. Pretty good. We actually we pulled that off your LinkedIn page. That that, <laughs> that job description. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's impossible to find an actual like adult title for me. I asked Simon like so many times for a title, and he just keeps keeps telling me you're Mike. So yeah. I guess that's, and they would not take Mike as a title. So. <laughs> Damn, yes, that's unfortunate. You're a resident Mike. It's what you do. Yeah. Mike yeah. doing Mike dates. <laughs> a little, a little of everything. The last uh, we spoke um, was probably at PAX East 2020. It's we're going on two yeah. years, dude. Two years. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Almost two. Well, um, kind of to the day because it was like a few weeks from now. But yeah, almost two two years. Uh, it's when we <laughs> were given the consolation prize. <laughs> Of that Braveheart VHS uh, autograph for our yes. mediocrity in Infernax uh, at your booth. I'll show that you to you. You were both equally medi- mediocre. That's right. So that was yeah. You know, we, we can't be better than each other. Someone's got to, we can't outshine. We can't be equally sucky. But I think in the middle, we're both good. That, yeah. That works for me. Yeah. You're adequate for the time being. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Infernax is here, ladies and gentlemen. But where is here? I'll tell you where here is. This is the Dual Screens Podcast, the internet's number one indie developer interview podcast starring two people you've never heard of, probably. The show posts each and every week for your listening pleasure on your podcast service of choice, including our home, Podbean. We're on Spotify. Spotify. We're on, uh, I, uh, what is it? Apple Podcasts. That's what they call it now. We're on Google. We're on the whole damn thing. And of course, you could watch the video version of the podcast on YouTube.com slash Dual Screens TV. And if you want to help us out with your hard-earned cash dollar bills, we do have a Patreon that you can visit. Patreon.com slash NDS Podcast. And we want to thank our Patreon producers, Colton the Apprentice Nestler, FNH Paul, and Vegas Girl on Fire. And if you want to follow... Um, FNH Paul on Twitch as a, as a thank you. You can tell him we sent you. It's twitch.tv slash, slash FNH Paul. Tell him Dual Screen sent you over there. He would appreciate that, and we certainly do appreciate it. Who, baby, Andy, the rigmarole is done. It was so quick. Ooh, we got at, in and so out of it. Quick. Now let's, like let's throw a morning star. Yeah. For the, new, for the new year. Let's throw a morning star into this interview's face mm-hmm. with our ceremonial leadoff question. I don't even know what to ask. I just like, Mike, your game comes mm. out like soon. What's what's going through your mind as the guy that does all the shit at Berserk? Walk Almost us through walk, walk us through the mental your mental state oh. <laughs> right now. Well, it's been twelve years now 
So I've gone through the entire range of emotion of like stress of, well, it, it's actually happening. It's, it's actually coming out or people are going to like it. But that's been, that's been my past 10 years. And now that actually, it's actually kind of, it's coming out in two weeks now. And we're freaking out. Basically, like there's no other way to say it. It's just, <laughs> it's finally coming out. And we're so excited to have so many like good, well, we have pretty good feedback from a lot of people so far from the demo that we launched in January. And it's just exciting. We're very excited. I'm at lost for words almost. So for those who don't really know what this game is, um, why don't you give everybody kind of the elevator pitch and, uh, and then we'll, we'll kind of take it from there. We'll, we'll pick your brain a little bit. I do have a few questions that I do want to ask, but we have to set a little baseline here. Tell our listeners what the hell Infernax is. Well, Infernax is a, we call it a Zeldavania. It's a, basically a mishmash of the best two games on the NES, which was Castlevania 2 and Zelda 2. That's right. Mm. They were the two best, right? Everybody That's, likes those. Yeah, they're wow. right. Universally. Yes, <laughs> yeah. universally. Yeah. They're right up there. Yep. Oh, yeah. my God. And we tried to, like, pick the... We, I see that as a joke-ish because we we inspired a lot. A lot of it is inspired by those two games, but it's mostly the good parts. I don't want to say there was mm. bad parts, but we tried to pick the best part that we like from each game and just added a truckload of gore and violence on top of it because that's a Berserk brand. <laughs> I know people mostly know us from Shapes and Beats, which was like very kids friendly, but that was the outliner for for our studio. We have again twenty six games before that, and it was always like I want to say violent game, but they were more like action based, mm. like more like big muscle guns, right, right, gasoline stuff like that, <laughs> visceral, and, yeah, and that that one is more on brand for us, but it's more like you're a you're a crusader, you're coming back like to your homeland from the crusades and you find your homeland just being uh plagued by a mysterious curse and trying to basically solve the mystery of it and that's pretty much just being a part of the world and just figuring the shit out basically you go around yeah. in beautiful 2d sprites andy which you i know just love to to you gotta find think dracula's about. rib in his ring in his heart and his eyeball <laughs> that's what you there's do. no one. Oh no that's that's not true there's eyeballs in the game so yeah yeah. Um, of course, th this. Uh, so we last saw this game, or at least we, you know, at least I did. I don't know, Andy. I think you played the uh, the most recent version. Um, you know, we had a blast playing, but it's been two years, and now you have this demo out, and you said that you're getting feedback after all the time you put into this game, and you're right here. We're recording this two weeks before release. We're right there at the precipice. And now you're getting feedback. What the hell for? <laughs> like, <laughs> you are so close. It's going to happen. People aren't, can't, like, you can't change direction now, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. But, but I'm sure if, if it's anything like the product that we played two years ago, there's yeah. not much feedback to give. This game is going to be phenomenal. I cannot wait to get my paws on it. But yeah, what has what the feedback loop been like since you guys yeah. threw it out there in public? Maybe I used the wrong term. I more, meant more like reactions of the game. Okay. Like, like how people feel about the game. Not okay. that like you should change this and this and that. It was just well, people are going to say that like... anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, I, I it doesn't matter. I don't want to say anything bad, but yeah. <laughs> That's going to happen. It's going to be yeah. a game about ponies. People are going to say that it's going to be, should be about GI Joe or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen. I mean, that would actually going to be rad. If you know anybody at Asbro, we're done. Uh, they're always looking to make games, so yeah, you can figure it out. 
Uh, but yeah, like it was mostly like reaction of how the game was going to be received by press and people like that. Okay. Like, people didn't get their hands on the game yet, so. Was it difficult, like between PAX and now, obviously, because of COVID and the world being completely different than it was just, you know, 24 months ago? Um, you know, this is kind of the way you have to get these games out. But, you know, you've done it now. I think it's a little over a month, right? Or maybe just about a month that you've had it out there in, in the public. What what has the experience been for you in these last two years getting it to that point? And for us, it didn't change anything. Like COVID didn't change shit for us because we we're already remote. Like we've been remote since 2013 now. So the only difference is now that we have people in a working space because our significant others and kids are at home. So for us, that didn't really change anything for production side. But for me, as I usually do trade shows and show the game to right. players and get, gather feedback from that and gather, gathering feedback from online is a lot harder because you yeah. don't see the actual reaction. You have like a bullet list of things that, oh, we think we thought about this, 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 and that. But you don't see like the sheer reaction of either like frustration or joy from somebody like when you go to packs you just see people lights the eyes light up or they just throw the controller and <laughs> tell you fuck off but it's either or but you don't really see that from online so but so far the again the reaction has been so good which is surprising ish because we all, we always thought it was going to be a bit too hard for a lot of people but nobody really I guess we managed to tweak it in the past two years so that it's more accessible to people. So that's good. Hmm. And also, sorry if I'm remembering, I had a long day. So It's an interview show. Right. We want to hear you it's talk. It's all right. Um, so you were saying it's been like a long journey for you guys. Like, yeah. what, 10, 10 years for this game? Like it's, We just got 11 this year. So, yeah, we started in December 2010. Wow. You wouldn't you yeah. wouldn't imagine a game again not to like downplay like the look of a two D yeah. sprite game, yeah. but like when you when someone does a passing glance, you don't you don't say to yourself, "This took us ten years, yeah, to make." Yeah, yeah. What what was in that process? Why was it just like in the back burner as other projects came around, or was it just something about this game that was just you had to have it in a in a perfect state before it came out to the world? It was actually a bit about because. Uh, internally, we call Infernax the curse game about a curse because every single time we try to push it forward, something shitty would happen to the studio. Mm, like, yeah, in 2010, when we first started, it was supposed to be a weekend project from a programmer and a, uh, an artist in, in the studio. Like two of the founders just decided to do a side project during a weekend, push it, it was a flash game. It was before Shovel Knight, before any pixel game came out, really. And they just wanted to do like Let's make a pixel game in Flash. It's gonna be fun. Two weeks took them like just two weeks. Try to find a. I'm not sure if you're aware of Flash game used to work. But on the dev side, what you had to do was to find a sponsor to get it out there. Like people had to like they would give you a sum of money, and they would have their logo and stuff like that. They would have a couple of pointers maybe, and you would just put it out there. You would that would pay for your prod because the games were free. Could not find a single sponsor because nobody's going to be funding violent game on flash <laughs> like you, you would have like pico school and stuff like that but it was right. not founded it was just like fun projects on the side and we since we put two weeks in there we just figured well we could try to find a sponsor could not then we got turned on by the portals because they thought it was too religious back then because like it was like before again hotline miami wasn't out like none of 
I think the, the weirdest game was like Portal. Like you, you were talking about Portal year before we started recording. Yeah, that was one of the weirdest kind of outliner out there, but that was it. So we could not find a way to get it out there. So we just put it on the shelf two years. Then we we uh, learned about Kickstarter in 2012. It was a new thing that was like so fresh and new. Nobody, nobody knew about Kickstarter back then. So we thought, let's pick back up, do a Kickstarter for it, and do a real prop for it, like year prop tops. We spent two months on a Kickstarter. And then in 2013, that was like late 2012, 2013, we ended up almost closing the studio because we put a bunch of garbage in behind the scene, but we were not profitable anymore and we could not like sustain ourselves. So the tree founder just gave us a bunch of like, I think we had like four weeks of vacation or something and then don't come back in. And that was wow. the morning I was supposed to launch Kickstarter. Wow. It was like my baby I've been working on so long. Like I can't launch that Kickstarter because the morning I'm trying to launch it, we're closing down. Wow. That was like the second time that something shitty happened. Then 2016, we decided to start again because we finally got the funding for Ships and Beats. We were almost finished with Prod. We had an extra coder. We said, well, let's put him on Infernax. That, that instead of just paying him to do nothing, what's the worst that can happen? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> then he well, died. <laughs> well, almost. He died in my eyes. That's not sure. I love him. But no, actually, he just he left the studio like four months after starting on a project because he didn't like working remote. Mm. So, when, so it cost us six months <laughs> of work. Joke's on you, you bastard. Yeah. The whole world's <laughs> doing it now, fucker. <laughs> yeah. We remind him that like every single like month, I want to say. He's one of our good friends. So he's a, he's a friend of the studio still. And we just keep nagging him. I was working from home, buddy. I like it. <laughs> but yeah, so he left. So like, well, that's three calamities that fell upon the studio with that goddamn project. So right. we just... We're getting, kind of getting depressed about it, but in 2018, when Ships and Beach launched, we decided to just buckle down and just decide if we put two founders in the project, they're not going to leave. So that's what we did. Hopefully. And now <laughs> it's coming out. Yeah. You you guys were probably, you had like some of the best energy ever at PAX. Like you, you guys looked like you were celebrating a world cup victory like it, it was so fun being around you and seeing you show off this this gorgeously violent gory game um i i'm, I'm so proud of you guys and so happy that you're you're finally here thank at you. the at the end of the the little the road here thank you so it's, much it's just it's so wild you go from having a spot at like nintendo's e3 like showing off just shapes like in you know huge promotion like all the attention then it's like well here's this our next game it's like full of gore and <laughs> all these awesome death animations yeah so nintendo friendly so nintendo friendly i think we have to do a new trailer for it by the way which is mm. kind of funny because there's too much blood in the first one sure yeah no no that makes uh, sense uh, i don't know what that means can you just make it sweat i think they allow that right if it's just gray Oh, we're going back to those days now. Oh, yeah, it's coming back. Yeah, Jesus. make it great. Trying to make me feel old now. <laughs> there, there's a lot more to this game than just gore, though. Like, there are some really fun choices that you can make. A lot of paths you can take. Talk a little bit about 
about the moment-to-moment gameplay that players can expect that's a little different than you know the the games that inspired it well one of the selling points is that every single choice that you pick in the game matters like Mm. either it's going to be from a lore standpoint or it's going to be also affecting your gameplay so let's say that you were talking about like uh prey and slay at the beginning the first choice that Mm -hmm. you make is within like the first two minutes of the game you have to choose between saving or uh, killing someone that seems to be like in pain and he's asking you to kill to kill him whatever you do to that guy is going to be affecting your entire gameplay afterwards because it's going to be well, basically, you will have somebody see what you're doing, and then you will uh, either have something. Sorry, I'm terrible with words today. Uh, yeah, you're gonna be like going down a single, uh, different path, right. different de- depending on every single uh, decision you make. But you can always like drive it back. Also, it's not like you don't just pick first thing and then just just always the same because it's gonna be different even if you decide to do something good afterwards right or if you right. get something bad or the other way around right so that affects like in the world is living in there so if you decide to just like kill a villager the village will remember right and if you decide to do something uh if you decide to just like help bandits they're going to be like remembering and you can maybe you're going to have a vendor somewhere that's going to be a, a bad vendor that sells you bad things and that affects every single ending that you get also because there's like, I want to say nine different endings right now. Is it what? nine or eight? Oh yeah. God. yeah. It's, yeah. There, it's there's a lot a more thing. to this. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot more to this game than meets the eye. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's it's also like, it's a shop full of Easter eggs everywhere too because we were really inspired by all those old games and we just had to just like give a couple nudge of every single game that we really, really liked back then. So, you know, a lot of, funny endings to find out too about how do you find that balance between like it's obviously has a classic nes inspiration like where do you say like okay we can't just put like a thousand references in each like before it gets stale at a certain point where where do you draw that line between like okay we have some nice little fan service let's not overdo it it's like all right i get it at this point there's no science to it it's just like it's all by feeling so we put in the things that we thought were going to be funny but we're not adding like a turtle in time stage because it needs to be there no it's just (laughs) a turtle in time stage (laughs) yeah that would have been funny actually surfing in a like two weeks before lunch Mm, surfing in a river of blood underneath the the city that'd be dope Playing as four inquisitors, yeah, walking around with bashes. Yeah, we have two weeks. Let's do multiplayer. Yes, we have plenty of time. This is two weeks for multiplayer. Yeah, and the the game is now delayed until. No, no DLC. It's the first. It's the first add-on. We got it. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Nintendo's gonna love it. Nintendo loves that whole share. You know, like pull up couch co-op stuff. They love that stuff. They'll be I all think over. The re- I think the real question is, what are you gonna blame all your problems on once this game is released? Because if it's a curse, it's like. Oh, Infernax did it. It's the bane of our company. And now that it's out, what what's left? <laughs> I guess I'm gonna be the scapegoat. It's it's part of my umbrella of, uh, of tasks at the studio. Just I do marketing, PR, and scapegoats mm-hmm. in HR. That's that's important. Those are important positions. God, uh, to like hold for the sure. Butthole of the company. It's like <laughs> you do so much of that in your face, like forward facing work. Like it's. God bless you, sir. 
That's <laughs> not and easy. We're a small team, so we wear yeah. not just me wear a lot of hats, you know. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Oh man! Oh, oh! Andy's taking a drink. I was gonna—I was giving you the floor there, Andy, but you're—oh no! You're thirsty. I'm giving you the floor, dude. I mean, I just—I want—I want people to really understand how cool this freaking game is because, all right, you got your choices. You got the gore. You got the crazy boss battles. You also have this, um, Soulsian-like difficulty. Uh, you have these RPG elements that are awesome and and. Com- kind of pretty unique i don't i don't i mean i don't have any direct draws to it like pick, picking the different uh i don't know i guess augments i don't know what you would what, what uh, call them it's kind of like a zelda 2 upgrade system ish uh, yeah i mean yeah. if anybody can actually get yeah. to an upgrade in yeah. zelda 2 without chucking their nes out the window yeah I, i'm with you on that Zelda yeah, I mean, 2 is not that bad no it's not I, but a lot of people just stop playing it because <laughs> they just don't they can't get through it have you tried it in game and watch it's terrible Oh, it's terrible. Why am I playing any game on a Game & Watch? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, I, playing Zelda, I got the Zelda 2 Game & Watch, and it's horrid. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. It's yeah. the worst thing I've ever done in my life. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is actually the only game where I let myself die on purpose just to see all of the death animations. There's so many. Like, and it's every enemy gives you a unique one, which is like, that is a lot of work. Like, I can imagine doing it for a boss or like a mini boss, but every enemy in the game has a unique death animation onto the player. Every single way that you can die has a different death animation. And also most bosses have more than one because they have different attacks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of death animations there. (laughs) <laughs> are you are you in that process at all in, the, in those talks and brainstorming about how, like you know we need a good fun death animation for this floating eyeball let's 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 bring uh, mike in here see what he's got to say about it i wish no it's more it's more of a simon thing simon just i think sometimes you have like some frustration to that out so he just makes dead animations there uh, th- th- I, listen if there's any way to blow off steam it's me figuring out ways to kill andy i get it i get it <laughs> How could I kill you with with a banana today? <laughs> Here's the death animation for murder by banana. I think you should call and HR. The thing is, like, he works in very close proximity to me. So if he's kind ever of. like, "Yeah, hey, you want to like get a bite to eat?" So, okay, let's, let's get some. Let's get some lunch. I brought yeah. just a paperclip and some rubber bands. I, I packed you a lunch from home. I made it special <laughs> just for you. It's a grenade. What's that chalky undertaste? That's msg don't worry about it it's the flavor and answer <laughs> oh man so are you guys gonna be uh traveling soon are you gonna show this thing off soon like what do you what, what's your what's your thought what are you what are you guys no, thinking I'm stuck in canada right now so oh, it's canada. it's kind of complicated to travel for us yeah because if we if i ever go like down south if i catch the covid i'm stuck there two weeks yeah and that's oh a, that's right yeah that that kind of sucks. Sure does. So yeah, right now we're thinking about doing east. I'm not sure yet. Mm. After that, who knows? Like I'll I'll go like day by day. I mean, renting a hotel is cheap, so right. I can just always cancel two weeks before. You know, I I did I did want to ask you. Um, since we last spoke in the last two years, there's been a huge. Game Pass is huge now, like bigger than it was two years ago. What are your thoughts on that platform as an indie game company? Do you see it as a way to get your eyes, more eyes on your product 
in exchange for like a fast payout or do you think it's better off going on on your own and letting the game sell on on all platforms without having that that deal in place what what are your thoughts on game pass as a whole it's a very good question because game pass is i think it's a great opportunity for indies because a lot of us don't have a payroll basically so Mm. if you're getting like I don't want to say you're sacrificing your platform, but if you're just saying that, well, we're going to be free on Xbox, but we're going to have like maybe a year worth of salaries. That's, mm-hmm. that's good. That's yeah. good for a lot of us because a lot of us, well, a lot of studios are just, they're going day by day. Some, some people have side jobs right. and things like that. So that's, right. that's a huge payoff at first. And also the eyeballs that gets on your game because you're free is invaluable mm-hmm. as well. So I don't, don't really have a problem with Game Pass at all. It is kind of weird because there's all well, I mean, unless you count Stadia, there's only really one platform that has that service. So that kind of sets them off on the side. Right. God, Stadia. Why did you mention that? That's a curse. <laughs> I mean, Stadia was great for us. We did shapes and beats on Stadia. It was our uh-huh. third platform. It went very well. It went without a hitch for sure. Like right. maybe for the you maybe there's not as many users, but most of the you people I know that have Stadia don't really complain anything about it. So. I mean, I have Stadia. Yeah. I got it. I got it free with my YouTube subscription. They gave me like yeah. a whole package. Yeah, it was like thank you for having YouTube ad free. Here's like hundred bucks worth of hardware and a service free for yeah. six months. I was like, oh, thank you. That's Thanks awesome. Google for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're the- trying hard. The technology is there. It's just they they had a rough go of messaging and just getting it out and securing opportunities. And, yeah, when you don't have yeah. a lot of big AAA games like on your service day one, how do you compete with that? Yeah, I mean it's a new platform entirely, so mm-hmm. it's super hard for them. And they just they launched a year before new uh, the new gen. Yeah, like maybe a year and a half. So the people were already like waiting for PS5 when C came out. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's a great platform. I see use mine a lot of times. So excellent. What what do you guys do with yourselves after when you ship a game that's been in the works for over ten years? What happens then? You say, let's do we take a little bit of a siesta? We hop on a moose and drink some maple syrup and you know take a break for a little while. Like what what is what what's that like for you after it's a it's a huge milestone. Ten years, game yeah. is out there, it's it's gonna do great, I'm telling you right now. Mark it down, success. You're gonna buy those yachts, I'm telling you. Yachts are common, maybe. What do you do? Like, is there are there future games that are that are in the pipeline or is it just Let's take a small break for a little bit. It's been 10 years. What happens? Well, we at, at Berserk, we have two different uh, production teams. Like we're 12 people, but we have two different teams working on two different projects at, at all time. Mm. So right now we already have something that's in conception, like pre, I want to say pre-concept. We don't really know what it's going to be, but we're just like testing out the field what's going to be. Okay. And after that, I mean, we probably have like six months of support for Infernax anyway. So mm-hmm. for the next six months, going to be, I don't want to say like, no, I'm not going to say it. Oh, I'm going to jinx it. So yeah, <laughs> we have six months of Infernax at least uh, just for bug fixes and stuff like that. And we can start like pre the new game. And after yeah. that, yes, yes, that would be fun. 
I don't. I don't think you're involved in the. the I mean, I was. It was meant more for your team, not you, because yeah. you. You never stop working, obviously, so it wouldn't really apply to you. Sleep anyway. for for the week. That's what they say. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll sleep when I'm dead. Um. Yeah. So. I just wanted to. I want to go back to our first show that we did, which was, oh f- which was February twenty fourth, twenty twenty. Guys, Jesus there Christ. are there are four notes here. Oh boy! That we wrote for time stamps, and I'm going to mention them, and I would like <laughs> right. to see if we because I have no idea. I don't have a clue. Got the, the Alzheimer's already. So the first one we actually touched on. The first one we actually touched on, which was at 40 minutes, we mentioned Game Pass. So you must have said something shitty about oh, Game wow. Pass. And then it was like, that has to be something that we was put it in shitty? There. It, it could had to be. Too. I don't know. I don't good. I feel like if you were going to do put this note in here or make me put this note, that would be it. But here we go. At 10 minutes, <clears throat> penis quote. Hmm. That's on par with me, yeah. Penis hmm. quote. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> at 20 minutes. Flash porn quote. Okay. <laughs> I should really go back and listen to old episodes more often. Yes. <laughs> Flash. So you mentioned Flash. So we, we probably heard the story yeah. about the game being started in Flash and then it yeah, went down some sort of sense. Flash porn. Um, and then the last quote here is for, at 33 minutes. It's E3 quote, which is probably talking about the death of E3 because it's... Oh yeah, that would make sense. Hey, Ethereum is more dead now than it was two yeah, years ago. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. But I thought that was interesting. Uh, it was exactly one hundred and six episodes ago. You're on episode thirteen. We're old. That's right. We're old farts now. It's amazing yeah, it's, how mu- yeah. how far this has come. This show's still as shitty as 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 always, yeah. but you're we're not having it any other way. That's that. Well, I'm, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But I mean, you know, one thing we didn't have here, we didn't have a a a you know where to buy the game, and like you could click this link and buy the game. Now we do, so that's incredible. Yeah. You're here. It's the final stretch. So, what are the first five things you're going to buy with your with your hard with your amazing Infernax money? <sighs> I don't think I've even thought about it. Uh-huh. New pants? Underpants. I'm going to buy underpants. Underpants, very important. New I'm, pants! Yeah. I'm very overdue on underpants for sure. Underpants, yeah. Yeah, no, those are, the, yeah. we Dudes dudes go a long time before replacing those. I get it. Yeah. I, I believe Once me. you start seeing your feet through him, it's not good. Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> your feet. Goodness gracious. Do you think we just stopped off the... Uh, Flash porn quote. Um, it's close. We're it's close. Yeah, we're we're, we're almost get, there. We're getting there. We're right. we're getting really close. I think once we dip into rapid fire, then oh god, all, be, all bets are off. All oh, bets Jesus. will be off at that point. So what do you what do you hope people get out of this when this game is out? What do you hope is the is not 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 necessarily the reaction of like oh yeah it's great, but like what is the, what is something that you really hope people come away thinking and experiencing with Infernax? I mean. To be perfectly honest, we we made a game that we wanted people to have a good time with. Mm-hmm. We're not like going with a, any uh, ideas of it's going to change people's lives because the story is incredible and they're, now they're going to be feeling better about themselves. No, they're probably going to be feeling shittier about themselves because they died so <laughs> many times. But we just hope that they had fun doing it. 
with we're just like trying to uh, nail down that old experience of you just play the game didn't change your life just you just have good ass time with it i think we need more games like that to make you feel shitty about yourself there are so no. many now <laughs> yeah there's so many games that make you feel shitty. have you played 12 minutes good god almighty did you finish that game I don't. I don't want to talk about did it. The, Andy. Did the ending make you want to slit? All I don't. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Let's move on. What, let me ask you what. What's it gonna take for you guys to like walk in to Konami and pitch like a two D Castlevania? Like we can make it for you, and it'll be great. Why? Why is that not an option? Are Konami's even still making video games? I thought they were just making pachinko machines. They allow other people to make games. Maybe. They're like, here's our IP, make a game. They're trying to do that again? They're trying to do it again, and it's not, so far, it's it's a rough going right now. It's not going well. You know they're still worth like $4 billion for some reason? Pachinko is huge. They're probably like the 10th biggest company out there for sure. Right. It's insane. Hmm. Yeah. No, no, like seriously, that. like I think you know, not to just make more of what you've already yeah. made for the yeah. last 10 years, obviously, but I feel like you understand what the genre yeah. is about, like in a fundamental yeah. way. So yeah. I feel like having someone at the helm yeah. like you guys that get it and with that court, sort of passion don't yeah. take 10 years, obviously, but I'm just saying, let's hope not. Yeah, I mean, licensing is a whole different beast than making right. your own game because when you're making your own story, it's it's fun. Like you're just making your own story. But if you have to use like all the brand safe stuff for making something mm. about, I mean, it's going to be a lot different. Yeah. But it's also, it's, the door is never closed. Konami. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I think that's a fun question here. Uh, so yeah, IP have like a Bible, right? They have like the do's and don'ts of the IP. Yeah. Let's say a studio is partnering with you. You're licensing the Infernax IP for somebody to make the, like maybe the, the uh, 3d equivalent, 3d action game equivalent of Infernax. What are some of the do's and don'ts of the Infernax IP? Uh, You need some big phallic monster every 25 minutes for sure. Phallic monster. Every, every story beat. Got it. Yeah, uh, it needs <laughs> to be serious, but not too serious. That's the okay. Yeah. No dick jokes. No dick jokes. No dick but jokes. A lot of dicks. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Now we're now. This is this. I this can is get behind this philosophy. <laughs> now we're pulling the hood over this no thing. If jokes. you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, hood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, now, now yeah. we're doing it. Yeah. Peeling the layers back. Yeah. I get it. Wow. Okay. No, that's good. I, I like that. Yeah. Andy, get 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 on this, man. We have a programmer. Yeah. We have a programmer. We need a, Mike, a pixel Mike, artist. Mike, though. Mike, don't don't you won't jerk you around. You know. He's, no, he knows what he's, he's doing. Stri- he's a straight shooter. He's a know? straight shooter. That's correct. That's how it is. Very, very, very straight shooter. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're talking about penises, folks. We're talking about yes. penises. Um, it's always inevitable on the show. Andy, well, let's let's. What do you got? You got anything else you wanna you wanna touch on within for next? No, I can't. I, I I'm just, very excited for this. I'm just listen. I'm just so excited for this game. It's been it's been on the radar for more than two years since before we played it at PAX East, and it's funny how it kind of like you play it and then it goes silent for a little while. You don't hear about the game. It's like it's being worked on in the background. It's like. Oh yeah, where's that game again? And then you get a little poof, like here's a release trailer. So it's just 
it's going to be an amazing year. And this game is a reason for that. It's true. It's true. And now we are going to slip ever so comfortably into something so wonderful and rapid. We're going to hit you. We're going to, yeah, we're going to hit you with that rapid fire. Now you've done this before. So I I have no idea what questions we asked you last time. So we're going to try and do stuff. Try to ask him some new shit. Ask your (laughs) real new shit. Okay. Right. Um, if you were to take one, uh, tool, one like actual, like tool to build or fix things to use as a weapon in the world of Infernax, Mm. which tool are you bringing? Chainsaw. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really Smart. Um, what would your safe word be? I just said chainsaw. God damn it! I used chainsaw for the wrong thing. Oh Frick. man! <laughs> chainsaw! Chainsaw! <laughs> uh, I'm concerned. Saw. I'm concerned. Saw I mean... the movie. Saw. <laughs> saw the movie. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Jigsaw. <laughs> Okay. Um, let's see. If <laughs> if you were the only passenger on a plane in which the plane is going down mm. and the stewardess asks you, can you land this plane? <laughs> Do you try? Yes or no? Of course I would. That was a pilot. I think I know how to fly. It's in my blood. Wow, that's unique. Okay. Ooh. Wow, I wasn't expecting. We're all that. gonna die, but I'm gonna. Die. <laughs> Do you think you I'm can land? I'd be very confident about fucking it up. <laughs> I don't. I don't know where that question came from, but it was weird. I don't know. Is is, is, I, is your dad still with us on this plane of existence? No, he's not. That's exactly where it came oh, from. I'm a, I'm a believer in that shit, yes. and that's where he came. He went it's right funny in here because I've I've been watching that show whatchamacallit, Yellow Jackets, which is based around a, a horrifying airplane crash. Oh, God. And I was reading about airplane crashes last night about sure. if there's an impending crash, does the captain tell people? And some guy was like, yeah, they, they're supposed to or they, they have to or some, some crap. And I was like, oh, God, I don't want to know that. This is your captain speaking. <sighs> we're about to go into a mountain. Please fasten your seatbelts and return your trays Just to the in case. right position. <laughs> Goodness um, gracious. All right, this is getting Mike, dark. Speaking about things that flow through your blood, would you rather have spaghetti hair that would grow back every single day if you tried to cut it or eat it, or sweat maple syrup? I mean, it's kind of sweating maple syrup would mean basically diabetes. <laughs> But then spaghetti hair would make me obese. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll take the maple syrup, I guess. Yeah. And I can just like rub myself on toasts. I mean, it's only when you sweat. Yeah. So don't do any heavy lifting or just sit in the chair all day. Your, arm, your armpits would always be like yeah. just a oh, little yeah. sticky. Like, yeah. Oh, your, yeah. Your balls. How is that different than usual? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I hate that question now. God damn it. It's your own fault. <laughs> you dug your own grave. <laughs> um, yeah, we definitely asked that one before. 
Um, maybe not this one though. Is is breakfast cereal a soup? Is it a sandwich? Uh huh. Interesting. Okay. It is a but very... yes, it's a soup. Of course, it's a soup. Of yeah, course, right, it's a soup. right. And Come maybe on. also a sandwich. Now, I'm not sure if he was if we had this question in the loop when he was on the first time, Stephen. But I'll okay. For anyway. If you got a phone call, no, he wasn't. This was a. This was yes. yeah. This is a good one. If you get a phone call that one of us, Stephen or myself, killed someone, and you have to go down to post bail or do whatever, who did it? Who who's the guilty one? Who who's who's the one? Who did the is murder? It, is it me or Stephen that did it? Mm, mm, let me see. Andy, you have a big closet in back you know, in the back there. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. accurate. Somebody's crashing, I'm sure. It's accurate. It's actually like coming open a little bit. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. There's it's definitely a body already. Something's there, trying so. to something's trying yeah. to get out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mike, who's your favorite yeah. horror villain? Ooh, I like that horror question. villain. Oh Jesus, that. Hmm. Huh. I mean, it has to be Freddy. I was thinking. I was thinking Freddy that whole time. Freddy. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Can I say a funny, a funny Freddy side story? Yeah. Before you move on, of course. You're gonna be talking about Freddy Got Finger, aren't you? No, amazing movie. I love. I love. I love Finger. Um, (laughs) No, my 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 fiance bought like a that Beatles like vinyl like player the other day. And I was like, we have a Freddy record in, in my office. And he's like, yeah? I was like, yeah, go check it out. He thought I meant Freddie Mercury, like Queen. Oh, God. And he was so upset. <laughs> I was like, no, it's the Nightmare on Elm Street soundtrack. Because, <laughs> of course, you have that. Right. <laughs> I didn't not even know it existed. <laughs> I want to know who's listening to that. Who says, ooh, yay, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street soundtrack it's got some good tunes, Steven. It's got some good tunes. Now, I think, <laughs> does it have the Freddy rap or is that a future movie? That's can't be that. Sure. That can't be that movie. Oh, that can't be until they sure bastardize the franchise. Um, yeah. Mike, would you rather have an exact clone of yourself or $1 million cash, tax-free? Clone of myself, for sure. Ooh. Oh. Do all the shitty jobs. <laughs> but wouldn't but he I'll... try to make you do all the shitty jobs? Because if he because if he was you, you'd be him. Yeah, I don't think I'm that smart. Oh. Like, if somebody tells me to do something, I'll so you'll both be doing the shitty stuff. jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody will be doing the fun stuff. You'll both be having <laughs> shitty jobs the whole time, and still one paycheck. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> you really screwed yourself this year, buddy. I guess so. Now I only have one bidet to fuck. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, so you're in, you're in Canada, but I feel like this would be a, a good a good question anyway. Would you rather have one season and the season be summer, or one season and the season be winter? Insane summer. Summer. Jesus Christ! I'm dying here. <laughs> I just took out my trash this morning and my kneecaps froze. Oh my god! And I wore pants. Oh, damn, wearing pants. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, 
I would love for it to be summer all out or year long because summer is like super mild here anyway. So mm. mm-hmm. it's too fucking hot here in summer. Don't believe it. <laughs> I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> if someone offered you one hundred thousand oh. dollars to slap an employee, a coworker of yours, oh. would you do it? I mean, no king shape, sure. There you I'm go. Sure there's somebody up there that's like into it. Yeah. Well, you could find out. You could find out. The they- worst case scenario, I'm also HR, so. Yeah. Oh, there you what go. You, say, you report to HR? <laughs> I am HR. Um, I'm pretty sure we asked that question, but maybe we'll do something different. So we, I feel like we've asked the superpower question, but we're gonna do a little, a little. Uh, a little we're gonna do a little. Would little you twist. rather? Would you rather have rapid healing, like like Wolverine, like be able to heal yourself or heal others? Mm. Would you rather be able to heal others or or instantly heal yourself? Hmm. I mean, defining like heal myself does it mean I'm immoral or it means you can't die of of natural or tissue reasons. Who am I kidding? Yeah, sure. I'll, Your I'll head could get ripped off yeah. and you're dead, you know, yeah. but Yeah, I think I would go with I would, yeah, I would do myself with, too. Yeah, super irreparably myself for sure. Yeah. Because you know when you're walking down the street, no one's getting injured most of the time. Yeah. And I and I know myself very yeah. most people so I feel like I would fall down a lot. So I, if you my, because I love others, but you know what I love more? Myself. Yeah, being alive. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I get being it. Being alive rocks. Being alive mm-hmm. is definitely a part of the equation yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if you had the ability to heal others with your touch, you'd end up in a padded room. Like, there's no Jesus situation here. You're not, like, you're not going to be revered and and worshipped and whatever. Like, you're going to have to be sneaky about it and like go to cancer wards and just start healing kids and whatever. And just and then like try and get out before people know, but like as soon as you're caught and they know, they're gonna capture you and try and study you and figure out why you're doing it and how you're doing it, where who you are, where you came from. But if you you really want to be the grown ass man that like sneaks into like children's words, sneaks out. They love a good way to get on a list. They love costumed characters. That's all I'm saying. You know, you could go in there, Spider Man, be like boop and boom, walk into St. Jude's. Well, yeah, man. I'm just saying it would be it would be much more work to heal others. I'm just trying to put it. I'm just putting it that way. You'd literally be an angel. I think, you know, that'd be rough. Whereas if you're just Wolverine, you're just, you know, you're just a badass. You're just going to go around picking fights and be like, you can't hurt me. Just like eat hot sauce all day. (laughs) Oh, is that why you do it, Andy? Are you trying, do you have something to tell me? Yeah. I want to heal my butthole. (laughs) That's why I want to, that's why I want this ability. (laughs) I understand. (laughs) Hmm. I'm not sure if we asked him this last time, but I think Mike is good for this question. Mike, I want you to give us a non-inspirational quote. All I know is inspirational. What was that? Was it like the opposite or just like a regular quote or just like, don't forget to take out the trash or something? That works. That That could work. Yeah. 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 Don't forget to take out the trash. It's also good for me tonight because I do have to take more more trash today. Mm. There you go. 
one man's trash is another man's trash eventually. That's yes. how the old saying goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how yes. the old saying goes. Everything uh, is trash in the end. What, uh, what, what is your... Oh, I know. What's the dumbest way you've injured yourself? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Oh, where, sh- where can I start? Oh, uh, <laughs> yes, I was walking at school when I was a kid and just broke my leg because it was damp. <laughs> it was just... damp? And yeah, your leg just like, broke? <laughs> yeah, I was just walking. I slipped and I broke my goddamn leg. It was fun. Wow, I don't... I don't think I've ever known. How of. did you fall? Did you fall it down was, it, something or it was into like a car? Slight, it was slightly like a slope, just slightly slightly open. sloped, a slow, slow, slow yeah. slope. Right. And I just slipped, broke my goddamn leg. Was I don't was know how? Was gravity like a little bit he- like more there? Like Not in that really. I was spot like of four Earth? foot six or something back then. Oh jeez! So. Like I was very close to the ground too. Wow! I don't know. It was damp. Milk does a body good, you know. I know it comes in bags mm. up there, but not when you're lactose intolerant. There it is. Mm. Now see what happens. Yeah. See. That's then it does a body to... the opposite of good, like making you yeah. break legs and whatnot. Yeah. Or something. You fart. Yourself. Imagine that was like what happens if you're lactose intolerant. Your bones just fall apart. Like it was, just like crumble. It was it was like the opposite of calcium. It's, it's just like just it just like removes everything. It's like oh, shit. <laughs> spaghetti noodles. Oh, spaghetti arms. Now that that story is not that exciting. Like you slipped and broke your leg, Mike. So if someone were to ask you, mm-hmm. "Hey, Mike, you broke your leg. How did that happen?" Rewrite that story for us. Give us a more exciting take on that story. I was saving like. 20 dozens of baby kittens out of uh-huh. a falling plane and i <laughs> wow. when i landed like a superhero i kind of just like i landed on the lego and i just broke oh uh, yeah well uh, yeah, fucking legos i get it everybody 20... knows about the pain of the lego yeah yeah 20 kittens falling out of a plane <laughs> legos are expensive and this is going to be my final question and then andy will hit you with mm. with the with the another final question which maybe your answer changed since the last time we don't, i don't even know what the answer was last time yeah me either <laughs> i don't either um so legos are expensive like hundreds of dollars how much and what will be the set for infernex for legos what would be the set and how much would it cost oh yeah oh, it has to be the first village with the guy that's shoveling poop Yes, right. and it's like yes. you know, like the Legos that you can actually make move, and you just keep shoveling. Yeah, all those like Technic or Technic. Yeah, the ones, like yeah, yeah, Legos. yeah. Those are dope. We'll get we'll get that done. What do those cost? About fifty bucks. What do those cost these days? I don't know. It's Depends probably a million dollars now with inflation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially Canadian dollars. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. we do have funny money up here. You have loonies and toonies and all that other stuff. Loonies and toonies. Looney toonies. I don't. I don't even remember what money looks like, so I don't know. Yeah. Shapes and colors and whatnot. Andy. Yeah. Oh boy. Take us home. All right, Mike, Mister Mike, Mister Fantastic Mike, Magic Mike. It is the last question. It is the hardest question. It is the final question. That has no context. It could be to grab a beer with, to or to castrate. The choice is yours. Hmm. And the choice. A lot of information. Yes. The question is, Andy or Steven? Jesus Christ. 
Standy. Standy. All right. Standy. <laughs> I feel like you have his whole name in that word. Right. And not there's mine. More, there's more of me in that name than you, so I'll take it as a win um, a little bit. A little bit. Like three quarters of a win. I'll give you a quarter of that win. Unless it was like Stendy, then it would be even. Stendy. I was just thinking about like human centipede. So oh, whatever. okay. So, okay. Fine. Bonus question. And there is Who's three the... of us in this conversation. <laughs> Bonus question. <laughs> whose mouth is on whose ass? Oh, no. We're in this human centipede. Ask this to every guest going forward, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we fucking are. Uh, like some like very sweet Mexican Mexican kids had one day, why not both? <laughs> yeah, both? yeah. Just, we're, 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 it's like a loop. It's we're, a we're just a circle. loop. It's it's yeah. a oh, it's like it's a, a yin, it's like a yin yang of yeah ass to mouth. It's well, interesting. It like that's interesting. You never know what you're gonna get here on the ass, on the yeah. dual screens podcast. High brow humor here. Yeah, you highest of brow. Yes, the brows are so high they're right up in the rectal cavity ladies and gentlemen that's going to bring us to the end of the show and i don't i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i am apologizing so to sorry. you the viewers and listeners but oh lord we this will be the end if you want to follow us on social media we're at dual underscore screens i'm at batchild 27 andy's at pants guy pants guy and folks, there's a new social media platform that I am on as well. It is for Twitch streamers, streamers in general. It's called Hover. And if you would like to follow me, uh, you can fi- find me at Batchild on Hover. Uh, and I would appreciate if you hung out over there. Um, it really helps out get more eyes on us as content creators. So that would be really great if you could do that. Um, yeah, uh, if our website is dualscreens.com, D-U-E-L. Our Twitch is twitch.tv slash dualscreenstreams. My Twitch is twitch.tv slash batchild. Um, if you want to join our Facebook group, it's facebook.com slash groups slash DS podcasts. Mike, where could everybody find you? Why could, where could everybody find Infernax and all that fun stuff? You can basically find me just on Twitter, which is at myducarnsuck without the S at the end because there's a chart in it. And then you can find out about us at Berserk Studio on Twitter or facebook i guess and also at infernax on Twitter. yes indeed and uh this ga- infernax.com as well. awesome and this is coming out very soon from when you hear this episode i believe this is going to be uh about a week before the game the is week out. before the game yeah. launched so yeah. you will just before valentine's day just before let's go uh thank you andy thank you listeners thank you viewers thank you mike and as always please be excellent